0: What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America NA, member FDSE. You know the difference between hockey and those other sports? You gotta be tough to be a hockey player. I idolized Dominic Kasich. I played goalie because of Dominic Kasich. My life in hockey has been Now I'll tell you something about this guy. This is only three minutes, eh? Whammo! Welcome, everybody, to another edition of I'll Hang Up and Listen. Sorry I'm getting on here a little bit late. Um, I apologize for that, uh, but I wanted to make sure I got in here to give it a reaction to tonight's uh, very depressing a uh, 5-1 loss to the Boston Bruins, a team uh, next to Toronto. I hate I, – I just can't stand losing to. There's no other team in the league other than Toronto I can't stand losing to more than the Boston Bruins um, for, you know, so many reasons between the history of the two teams dating back to, you know, obviously one of the most uh, – one of the moments that stands out the most is the Lucic hit on Miller – comments that came afterwards between, you know, from Luchich in an interview to Ryan Miller calling him a piece of shit. Uh, And just, you know, know, players like Marshan and Shara, just I hate hate the Bruins so much. And nobody, like, I hate losing, but I hate losing to them. So um, with that being said, uh, just another night where the top, storyline for Buffalo goaltending and Jesus Christ, can we get a save? Can we get, can we get a save like a timely save? It's just like, it, it's mind blowing that you roll out Aaron. I mean, granted your options are Dustin, Dustin Tokarski and Aaron Dell. And as well, as good as Tokarski has looked at times this season, he's no much better than an AHL goaltender. And you know, I would say, and I tweeted it out earlier, you could probably easily, easily, easily give this team four more wins, uh, this season. If you got average NHL goaltending, which we haven't gotten at all, at all. Um, it's been pretty embarrassing, uh, to say the least, uh, not saying tonight was one of those nights, but you get an early lead. You get a nice goal from Akposo after a big save from Dal. uh, Go up one nothing, and then literally three minutes later, it's two to one. And the end of the first period, it's four to one. And then, uh, of course, you know the icing on the cake, you know, you know, for this, you know, the miserable, the misery that this game was, and just what last season was. Is of course, it's Taylor Hall goes into to make it five to one. So, um, it 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 was just not a good game, not a good showing from Buffalo. Um, You can't blame it all on goaltending. But you know, I don't know what man. When you get it, when you get a lead, and you're a team like Buffalo who relies really on hard work and sticking to the system, and you don't have a ton of uh, players that can make individual plays at an elite level, the way Boston has with Marchand, with Bergeron, with uh, Pasternak, with McAvoy, uh, you know, you you have those guys who out there can, who in a moment can put the team on his back and carry you. Um, with the exception of maybe Rasmus Dahlin, who's not quite there yet. Uh, you don't have any of the guys like that in Buffalo. You just don't. And uh, that's where you need your goalie to bail you out. And we just don't have that guy here in Buffalo right now. I'm not, I'm not going to sit here and say that, you know, Craig Anderson is that guy. But the guy's 40 years old. Like, you, you, you can't expect Craig Anderson to carry this team for, you know, when, whenever he does come back. For the remainder of the season or for the majority of the rest of the season, expect him to be the guys like, hey man, you know, if we're gonna make a playoff push, it's really gonna be on you. Like, no, you can't you can't expect that from Craig Anderson. Like, you know, there's very few goalies in the league right now that could come here right now with with this team on with this roster and put this team on their back and get them to the playoffs. Is it possible? Absolutely. But you just you have a very I don't want to call us below average team. I really, really don't. But, you know, we are. And you, 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 just, you just don't – the talent isn't there yet. It's coming. The talent is coming. You have JJ Paterka. You have Jack Quinn. You have Peyton Krebs. These guys who are performing so well in Rochester, Um, you know – depending on who the goaltender is next year i mean i don't know if it's going to be upl i don't honestly i tweeted out earlier this week that you know it might not be the most popular decision but once he starts get if he he can start to get going again uh upl it might be a guy you might want to look to trade not maybe this year but maybe next year because i just when i think of the future of this team i look at guys like portillo and devin levi i'm not thinking of upl because it's Extremely difficult for any goaltender to come back from the injuries he's had, the double hip surgery, the lower body injuries. And, you know, he struggled to stay consistent at the AHL level. Um It's going to be just as difficult for him to stay consistent at at the NHL level. So I uh, I have trouble. I have, I, I have a lot of trouble seeing him as a franchise goaltender. Is it impossible? No, it's not. Absolutely. Anything's possible. I think the talent is absolutely there. He has the size. He definitely has the talent. Uh, it's just going to be difficult for him to uh, honestly be a consistent goaltender in the NHL when you already have a lot going against you, like the injuries. Uh, and be that position is nothing to sneeze at mentally, man. If you can't stay right up here at all times, it's, you know, and you start digging yourself a hole as a goaltender, it's a really difficult hole to climb out of. Um, and like I said, we've seen him hit, struggle a uh, lot to stay consistent at in Rochester. Uh, he's had some really nice moments I think he was uh what was it player of the week if uh not too long ago um he posted some great numbers and I'd like to see him continue to do that so but you know like I said the reinforced are coming and I't even mentioned Owen Power's name yet Owen power you would expect to be on this team next year maybe even see a glimpse of him at the end of the season depending on how Michigan does in the uh the in the NCAA tournament, uh, they make the Frozen Four. I'm not sure how the schedules align. If even after if they win or lose, like you know, how much time he would have to play for Buffalo, I, I'm not 100 percent positive. So you know, with that being said, it's um, it's uh, t- it's a tough it's tough to call. But like I said, this team the reinforcements are coming. Alex Tuck hasn't played a single game as a Buffalo Saber yet. That guy is going to come in here. You know he's. Proudest shit to put on that, that Jersey. And he's going to come here and he's going to go balls out every night and he's going to do everything he can to help this team win. Uh, Because he, he's going to, he wears, he's going to wear that Sabre Jersey with a ton of pride, a lot of pride. You know, he's going to take losing personally uh, wearing that Jersey. Not that he did it with Vegas or Minnesota before that, but like with that Jersey, especially like that means a lot for him to put that Jersey on. So um, I could even see him wearing a letter next season without a doubt. I'm not saying captain or, you know, he, I, he would at least, in my opinion, get an A. Uh, with that being said, though, uh, again, just a really tough loss tonight for the Buffalo Sabres. I, you know, you know, again, uh, the goal scorer, the lone goal scorer for Buffalo was Kyle Ocoso. So nice shot off the half wall. I uh, believe it went short side, um, you know, used, used Bergeron as a screen. Night play p- p- shot the puck between his legs, caught Swayman off guard, and uh, you know it was a real nice goal. uh Assist went to Rasmus Asplund, who has 12 points in 19 games. Uh, I believe he had 14 points in his first 57. So uh, against a guy that you look at under Don Renato, who has really you know been reborn uh, by Donnie Meatballs, uh, you know amongst other players, amongst your Tage Thompson, uh, your Casey Middlestat. Colin Miller has sneaky, been a very good player for this team. I believe he sits at nine or 10 points in the season, which, I mean, we saw, you know, we saw what Rasmus uh, Ristolainen got uh, on the trade market as a right-handed defenseman. I believe, I'm looking it up right now, I believe he is also a right-handed defenseman. Um, Yes, he shoots right. We know how much that's valued. And if this guy keeps up to the pace he's playing at right now, um, you know, come trade deadline, it could be like a 35-40-point player. Um, I think at the deadline, their team's willing to pay a premium for a right-handed shot defenseman. And you could see a guy like him fetch you a first-round pick. I'm not kidding you. Uh, if he keeps playing this well, uh right now, again, two goals. Uh, nine actually no two goals nine assists for 11 points on the season so far in 18 games I'm pretty sure that leads all Sabers defensemen. has an even plus minus at zero so I mean again you know plus minus isn't the best way to judge a player but he's he's played very well this season I uh, you know I can't stress enough how good he's been for this team Um, you know and he's acted as a leader you know for these younger players when he's when he's Paired, when he was paired up with Bryson, he looked great with Bryson. I think that have uh, maybe with Robert Hag tonight. Uh I think. So he's been very steady and consistent for Buffalo. And he dropped the gloves today. And you kind of saw it early in the game. He was in like a really kind of like a feisty mood. Uh he was in a lot of extracurricular stuff. And when he dropped the gloves of Felino, you know, I I wasn't surprised at all um that it was him. Um and the refs kind of broke that up early, you know, to dismay of fans, unfortunately that could have been like the highlight of the night for as a Sabres fan uh, down at Keybake Center. center. Uh, just not, not, you know, again, you, you went up early, you know, for the first, like half of the first period, you really had boss on their heels and then you give up two quick goals. Uh, that second one, I believe right up over Dell's shoulder where he, he dropped, he dropped and just gave up that entire short side and just, that was bad. That was really bad. Um, you got to make that save as an NHL goaltender from that far out. Um, I want to say that goal scorer might have been Charlie Coyle. Uh, you, you can correct me if I'm wrong. I'm checking right now. But they, I believe that was Charlie Coyle. Uh, let's check here. Goal scorers. Yep. Charlie Coyle. Goal and assist tonight. Other goal scorers for the uh, Bruins night, uh, along with Coyle, were Bergeron. Pasternak had a really nice goal on the power play uh, from his spot on, on the one-timer, uh, Taylor Hall, ugh, and uh, Riley. So, you know, the, the Bruins are just a great hockey team. They're, they they go 10-6-0 in the season, uh, while Buffalo falls to 7-10-2, dropping their fourth in a row. They haven't won since uh, I believe it was that game against Pittsburgh. Um, and they had a heartbreaker against uh the Rangers five to four where they lost with point four seconds left. And it's really just been, you know, really bad since then. You know, hopefully they can bounce back uh on Friday against the uh Montreal Canadiens, another team that struggled quite a bit this season. Uh I do believe we will be have Andrew Berkshire from the uh Steve Dangle Podcast Network on with us. Uh that's gonna be pretty exciting, uh as like a preview show. Uh and uh make sure you uh you you check that episode out too, because uh, we've 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 already had on uh, Cam Robinson from Elite Prospects. He had a lot of cool and interesting stuff to say about what's to come for Buffalo in Rochester and from Owen Power at Michigan and uh, Eric Portillo. He had a lot of nice things to say about the Sabers, and we touched we touched on a lot of stuff. So uh, be sure to check that out for episode seventy eight. Uh, that's already recorded too. That'll be that'll be uh, brought to you along with uh, our preview of the uh, Montreal game. Excited about that. So, listen, guys. I'll hang up and listen. It's again not the best of efforts tonight from Buffalo. Um, you know, I, I want to say it was for a lack of effort, but when you're playing up against a team as skilled and as elite talent like the Boston Bruins, I mean, you can't afford to make mistakes, especially in that. And you did not get any favors from Aaron Dell tonight in that, in that first period, man, they put you, put, he put you in a hole that you just could not dig yourself out of, Um you know, and Jeremy Swaman had it to him Uh guy played well, well enough. You know, he didn't have a crazy busy night, 24 saves and 25 shots. Um, and the only against, the only goal came, uh, against with, uh, Kyle so early in the first period. And again, you just can't give up goals and bunches the way Buffalo did and expect to win hockey games. And with a team as good as the Bruins, who's are going to lock things down once they get a lead and not give up too many chances. Uh, you know, when you get a lead, you got to try and build on that and you need your goalie to bail you out with some saves here and there. Aaron Dell wasn't able to do that. Dustin Kakarski, Again, as as nice as he's been in a few games here and there in spot duty since Craig Anderson's got hurt, he's not that guy either. You know, I believe Elliot Friedman uh, on thirty two thoughts mentioned that uh, some guys that Buffalo could be after uh, would be uh, uh, Braden Holpe, uh Stanley former Stanley Cup winning goaltender when he was with Washington. He uh, you know he might be available now that uh, Ottinger is kind of taken over the net. I believe is in Dallas. Uh, Koskinen was another being thrown around out there. Um, you know, I, am not against any of those names, man, because again, I don't think UPL is ready, uh, even next year, you know, we'll see. You guys already know my thoughts on that. I mentioned earlier, so, uh, I would, uh, maybe hold off on that and go find a legitimate starting goaltender, a veteran, even if it's for one year for next season, or maybe even this season. I don't know. I mean, again, I'm, it is what it is this year. You know, this team has shown us that. On its own, apart from goaltending, they're good enough to compete with any team in this league. They have wins against really good hockey teams in this league so far. So it's not it's not out of the realm of possibility that you're going to see them continue to compete and continue to win games. And I've said it a bunch of times in this show, uh, you know, really grind out a lot of loser points this season. I could see that as well because they're just going to outwork a lot of teams. They they will. They absolutely will. Uh, because, because of that hard, hard work ethic, you know, they've become, they're fun to watch again. You know, I enjoy watching them play. So, um, with that being said, it's, uh, you're really a goaltender away from really you're a goaltender and maybe just one or two pieces away from being a team that's going to compete for a playoff spot right now. So, but we'll see, you know, we'll see what happens. I, you know, I'm not going to sit here and hold my breath right now until you have actual NHL level goaltending. Um, I agree. Um, I Can we get a timely save? Amen. Hallelujah. Takarski and Dell AHL caliber goaltending. I, I agree with you. Absolutely. Uh, uh, I'm sorry if I'm, uh, butchering your name, Mauricio, uh, arenas. I, I, I a hundred percent agree with you. You know, you, you have AHL level goaltending right now. Uh, that's not going to be good enough. You need an NHL level goaltender to come in here and really, help carry you and we don't we just don't have that right now it's it's embarrassing to say the least uh you could easily add four wins to this team's record if you had NHL level goaltending and you could be looking at a record that's you know 11 six and two right now rather than you know seven ten and two it sucks so I don't know we'll see what happens again guys um you know next game will be again Friday night uh with uh, Andrew Berkshire from the Steve Dangle podcast network. He'll be joining me, hopefully Cully as well uh, to preview that, that game against uh, the Montreal Canadians uh, right after Thanksgiving, after we're all pretty, uh, pretty fat and uh, hearty. Um, I'm looking forward to tomorrow too. I hope you guys are too. I'm absolutely looking forward to uh, my aunt and uncle's, uh, you know, traditional Thanksgiving dinner. My aunt, you know, I eat like I love rolls. I love buttered rolls, and I'll probably go through 10 of them tomorrow and whatever desserts they make, I'm excited. So, uh And then uh, the following day, you know, that day we had the Bills against New Orleans Saints. Hopefully the Bills can get back into their winning ways after an embarrassing loss to the Colts. And then the very next night, uh, the Buffalo Sabres versus the Montreal Canadiens. Again, I said we'll have Andrew Berkshire on from uh, the Steve Dangle Podcast Network. To preview that, talk about the Sabres season so far, talk about the Montreal Canadian season so far, um, and just the the struggles of both organizations right now. I know there's a lot of uh there's a lot of smoke around uh Mark Bergevin and whether or not he's gonna have a job here anymore because uh, you know, you know, from a team to to fall from being a Stanley Cup finalist, I know they've dealt with a lot of injury issues. Um obviously you weren't expecting to not have Carey Price uh, to start the season. You, uh, you know, you've possibly uh, lost Shea Weber permanently. He may be forced to retire uh, with these these issues he's having. And then just a lot of players not performing as you, as well as you hope or as you expected them to do. You know, Romanoff, uh, Tyler Toffoli, um, Cole Caulfield, I think he was brought back up. And he actually scored tonight, I believe. So, uh, you know, just a lot of stuff to talk about, about both organizations, both the Sabres and the Montreal Canadiens uh, following up after this 5-1 to loss to the Bruins. Um, you know what? Maybe Kevin Adams is finally looking at goaltenders right now. Hopefully he has been because I just – you know, I, I get it. I know what this season is, I understand what this season is. It's it's about building for the future. That's why you're allowing that, that that's why you're not constantly on the waiver. Why you're bringing players in, that's why you're not constantly trying to improve your team in the trading market right now. You're trying to let these kids play and earn their keep on this hockey team. And you're seeing it. I said that before, Rasmus, uh, Rasmus Asplund. Uh, you know, 14 points in 19 games, you know, the guy kids playing phenomenally with the opportunity he has been given. Tage Thompson is night and day, the player he was, and that's just a lot of testament to Don Granado and the system, you know, and what he's able to get out of these players, Casey Middlestat, who I haven't mentioned yet. He was back on the ice this morning uh, at the morning skate with the boys and you hope, you know, he's, his return is coming soon. That's going to help this team a lot because it's going to give you a lot more flexibility to move guys up and down the lineup, uh, you know, he, I, in my opinion, Casey's probably your best center. In my this is my opinion, as well as Tage has played, I think Casey's probably your best uh, two hundred foot centerman right now. Um, and that's no knock against Tage Thompson or Dylan Cousins. I I I, I truly believe he's gonna bring you know a different. A different look to your lineup every night and he's gonna give you a lot more flexibility once he's back and then you know way further down the load your you know alex tuck which is going to be a huge 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 addition not just in size but just his ability on the ice to score and play a 200 foot game and play a heavy game i'm excited to see him in a saber jersey and like we said before he's going to play with a ton 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 of pride for the Buffalo Sabres, a team that he grew up loving, loving to watch uh, as he stated before. So, you know, once, once you get, once you get those guys back, you're going to have a really different look with this lineup, but it really is going to begin, you know, with finding a goaltender, you know, not named Craig Anderson that could, Really carry the load for you if you want to win games. And again, I understand what this season is giving the younger kids opportunities, and they've really done well. You know, you know, look at colic Posto. I'm not saying the guy was reborn under Granado, but he's played very well. Dylan Cousins played well. Jacob Bryson, who has been a big surprise this season. I know we saw glimpses of him last season, but he's been a huge surprise for this team this year. Jeff Skinner's scoring. You know, at a you know, we would hope a. Uh, a 20 plus goal rate again, you know, right now, I believe as I look here, Jeff Skinner has five goals and five assists in you know, for 10 points in 19 games. <laughs> Obviously we've seen him play at a much better pace before, but considering where he was at, you know, last year to this year, you know, I'll take that. And, you know, you know, when you don't have an elite playmaking center on this team right now, uh, you know, I'll take 10 points in 19 games right now from Jeff Skinner. Um, other players that have really performed well too. Victor Olsson is a perfect example of what Don Granato brings as a coach. He's turned into a complete player. You know, last year, the big knock on, the year before that big knock on Victor Olsson was he can only perform in the power play. It's horrible in five 5-on-5. Five. The numbers and the course, you know, it, all, it all shows that, that that's not the case anymore for Victor Olofsson. Uh He's looked phenomenal, in my opinion, uh, playing for Don Granato. And, you know, he's a player that can be relied on in other situations outside of the power play to provide points for you, um, to pro- to provide on the score sheet for you. So he's like another example of what uh, what Don Granado and what a good coach can do for a team. So I won't hold you up, guys, any longer. Uh, you know, I'll hang up and listen. Just remember, this is brought to you by Outlet Linger, <sighs> Outlet Linger, <laughs> Outlet Linger Outlet Liquor, the place to buy a case on Jordan and Boulevard. Make sure you get over there for all your uh, you know, your game day or game night needs, whenever you uh, want to enjoy some adult beverages, uh, whenever I, you know, go to my boy Greg Day's house uh, and hang out with uh, Al Shoop from, uh, you know, from train wreck sports, always stop, make a stop over at uh, outlet liquor, uh, pick up a few cases of brews and uh, enjoy the game, whether it's a Sabres or a Bills game. So guys, I'll hang up and listen. I hope uh, you guys enjoy your Thanksgiving. Eat hearty. Enjoy your time with your friends and family. Maybe you're having a Friendsgiving. Enjoy it. You know, go Bills tomorrow. Hopefully they get back in their winning ways and get a big win against the Saints. And then let's go Sabres. you know, they just got done with the first two nights of this season. It's been phenomenal. We get Gretzky back, Gretzky and Barkley. It's it's phenomenal. It's absolutely phenomenal. So we are gonna have so much to talk about this year. Thanks for hopping on with us. Thanks for listening to this episode, and we will talk to you soon. Come on, let's go, Come on, let's go to the blue hotel. The blue hotel. The hotel, the hotel. I want to. The-